Hello everyone and welcome to Morning Tales podcast. Hope you're feeling well and adjusting the weather because I am apparently not. Because in Turkey the weather is kind of, you know, inconsistent right now. Because sometimes it's just too hot, sometimes it's just too cold. We are just trying to adjust this kind of weather and... From further ado, I am going to give you the news of the week. Biden's warning to oil companies. Biden warns oil companies. If oil companies do not increase production and refining capacity, they will face higher taxes and other restrictions. U.S. President Joe Biden's criticism of the oil industry has gained a new dimension. President Biden stated that he would work with Congress on the excessive profits of U.S. oil companies, pointing out that the high profits of oil companies are thanks to unexpected contribution from the Ukraine-Russia war. Biden emphasized that these companies do not support consumers. If oil companies do not increase production and refining capacity, they will face higher taxes and different restrictions. My team will work with Congress on options that are appropriate for us and the others. And a news from Metaverse, which I am deeply concerned, just like European Union, about that. Because I think this is kind of an... I don't know, it's just, it's simply keeping you apart from reality and it can interrupt your sleeping, your eating, your everything. So I am concerned about metaverse, but you guys may be enjoying that. So I am just going to give you the news about metaverse. Some known misconceptions about the metaverse. Oh, this is for me, actually. This news (laughs) is for me. If something has become popular, it may be natural for false rumors to arise about it. However, if these false rumors are now accepted as true, they should be corrected. This is also the case for the metaverse, one of the most popular concepts today. We would like to share with you some of the common misconceptions about the metaverse. Metaverse is a term formed by the combination of two different words. Meta and Universe. It's basically a digital space where digital objects and objects represent digital people. A technological term used to combine features of various technologies, including social media, augmented reality, virtual reality, online gaming and cryptocurrencies. This technology enables people to interact with each other virtually. It also offers a virtual world where users can socialize, shop, perform different activities and learn new things. The metaverse does not mean that there is a single alternate reality created by a large technology company with the goal of controlling every aspect of people's lives. I am gonna post that because, you know, we've seen a lot of scandals. And these scandals were not that you know naive they were just literally collecting our data and they were they were just selling them so i'm not going to be so optimistic about that kind of technologies on the contrary it enables everyone to create their own world using the most advanced technologies such as 3d graphics 
AI, VR, MR and blockchain that connects it to, it to the real world economy. The metaverse offers a wider digital space and opportunities to bring people together, from games and virtual trips to concerts, meetings and conferences. It's entirely your choice which world you want to be a part of and I think this is the another aspect of metaverse. I mean, yeah, they're going to connect us to the shopping centers, to the sites, and maybe the shopping will be easier, but do we really need that? I mean, people already registering their cards to the websites just to, you know, shop more easily. And I think it's a really big problem. Because you buy some stuff that you don't need, actually. So, I don't know. I am not so happy about this kind of technologies. And this is all of it about metaverse. Okay, another meta-technology news. Meta AI's new audio compression technology. Meta AI researchers have achieved a 10 times smaller compression ratio compared to MP3 at 64 kpps without loss of quality. Meta AI made a statement on Twitter about the new audio compression method called Encodect. With this method, Meta AI researchers announced that it achieved a 10 times smaller compression ratio compared to MP3 at 64 kpbs without loss of quality. According to company officials, this technology, which can be used for music tracks, will significantly improve the sound quality of speech on low bandwidth connections, such as phone calls in areas with problematic service. That's I am gonna uploads. Uh, this will be my thing. Yeah, not, right now I love technology because some of the places, they're just, they're too bad to talk to people on the phone. So yeah, I loved it. Accordingly, encoder consists of three different parts, encoder, quantizer and decoder. The encoder converts the uncompressed data. The quantizer compresses the representation to the target size while keeping track of the most important information that will later be used to reconstruct the original signal. The decoder converts the compressed data into audio in real time with a neural network on a single CPU. Meta officials report successful results in low bitrate speech audio compression using Encodec. And this was a good news of this podcast. So, another news. The cost of inactivity to health systems is $27 billion annually. The World Health Organization has prepared a global report on the effects of inactivity. According to the report, if states do not change their attitudes on this issue, the number of people suffering from diseases such as heart problems, obesity and diabetes due to lack of physical movement will be approximately 500 million between 2020 to 2030. Experts estimate that the cost to health systems will be around $27 billion per year. He thinks that the workload this will create would also slow down the services provided to other patients. 
The report, prepared by WHO with data compiled from 194 countries, shows that countries are insufficient to encourage their citizens to move. Accordingly, less than half of the countries have physical activity policies. The rate of countries that have implemented these policies is below 40%. WHO found that only 30% of countries have physical activity guidelines for all age groups. The report found that cycle paths and safe pavements that encourage people to move are present in 40% of 194 countries. Making a statement on the findings, WHO Secretary-General Dr. Adhanom Grebiesus emphasized that more countries should encourage people to walk, cycle, play sports and other physical activities. According to the report, in many countries, mass events to encourage people to mobilize have also been disrupted in the last two years due to the COVID-19 pandemic. So I know that we've had enough about COVID-19. So I'm just going to ask you a question. Do you think there is any connection between physical appearance and university grades? I don't know. We're about to get an answer. Your answer may be yes, no or no idea, but I think researchers know the answer to this question. A study conducted in Sweden revealed that there is a relationship between the physical appearance of university students and the grade they receive. In face-to-face education, students who are beautiful and attractive get higher grades. Yeah... There's no surprise on that. This applies to both male and female students. And, you know, I'm just so unlucky about this because I just get up, do some kind of um, hygiene work on, on morning and I just go. I mean, I don't wear any kind of makeup. I don't spend time to adjust my hair to you know to any kind of model and I just go to the classes to learn something but apparently this is not a good idea I need to be more careful however with the transition to online education during the COVID-19 period attractive female students lost this advantage attractive male students on the other hand continued to receive higher grades in online education. Congratulations, you guys! It's... I don't know. The findings are based on a study of 307 students. The results are valid for non-quantitative subjects where the student-teacher relationship is higher. The same results are not obtained in quantitative subjects such as math and physics. Adrian Mehik from Blond University, Sweden, published an article on student beauty and grades in face-to-face and distance education and economic letters. The research discusses whether there is a relationship between students' physical appearance and their grades at university. Dr. Mehik, who conducted the research, is a male lecturer. So, how was the beauty rating of the students determined? Dr. Mehik formed a jury of 74 people and each jury graded half of the 307 students. In other words, the beauty rating of each student was based on the answers given by 37 judges. 
Public photographs of the students were shown to the judges. The judges voted on a scale of 1 to 10. A score of 1 means extremely unattractive, while 10 means extremely attractive. Can you imagine this, really? You just go to the college and someone's just put a number on you to describe you, to, you know, determine your beauty. This is really absurd and... I mean, I don't, I don't talk about the scientific side of it, but how can you agree on someone's beauty? I can't, I just, I'm out of words right now. Results vary according to verbal and numerical subjects. The course grades of university students vary between 1 to 5. 3 and 4 and 5 passed the course. 5 is the highest possible grade. Dr. Mehik also divided the courses into quantitative and non-quantitative courses. Mathematics and physics courses were included in the quantitative group, while all other courses were added to the non-quantitative group. Since the study included engineering students, the non-quantitative courses consisted of economics and business administration. Of the courses subject to the research, six were taught by male lecturers and two by female lecturers. While the grading of quantitative courses was based on the final exam, in business and economic courses, group assignments, seminars and oral presentations were effective in addition to the final exam. Therefore, there was more interaction between students and lecturers in non-quantitative courses. Which findings were obtained? Students' grades and beauty grades were analyzed in a scientific statistics program. In this analysis, it was also examined whether the courses were face-to-face or distance learning. Attractive students get higher grades when the education is face-to-face. This result applies to both male and female students. However, this is the case for verbal courses where the student-faculty relationship is expected to be higher. In distance education, the grades of attractive female students decrease. Attractive male students, on the other hand, continue to receive higher grades even in distance education. No relationship was found between attractiveness and grades in quantitative courses such as mathematics and physics, where student-faculty interaction is lower. And that's all for this week. Guys, thank you for listening. And if you want to hear more about the crypto metaverse and such, we would like you to go to our website and enjoy the news and also subscribe to our newsletter. And of course, you can just listen to this podcast too. So until next time, goodbye and take care.